Guys, our next guest is one of the most exciting guys in the lightweight division. He comes to war every single time. And at this point, the suspense is killing us as to who he's going to be fighting next, repping CKB and coming straight out of CKB, New Zealand. One of our favorites, Dan the Hangman Hooker. Welcome back to your second home. How are you, man? Uh, welcome to the UFC 264 po post-fight show. It's a bit delayed, <laughs> but we're happy to have you here. <laughs> it's like... A week delayed. <laughs> like a week delayed. That was your bad. I'm not even going to apologize for missing the interview last week. You try to, it was, you it was our me. bad that oh, we we're reached gonna go, we're out. Go, a rep, bro, he's messaged me 9 p.m. You're like, 9 p.m. You're ready to go? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> am I ever? You miss, there's, like, there's like a fine line where I reckon, I reckon like, I reckon like six to eight beers, you'll probably catch like the best interview of your life. <laughs> and then like past that, past that 12 mark. And then I'm going to have every fan I do have will just leave me after that. And then there's, <laughs> and we were, we, were well, we were well past that range, lads. I was going to ask you, what were you worried about? Like, why not just come on the show smash and then whatever happens, happens. And then the next day you can just watch it along with everybody else and be like, what did I even say on, on the show? Uh, pass, like, pass, pass that. Pass it. We were, we were deep, lads. We were deep. <laughs> How's a typical day we're, for we're you like, play out? You know, I'm always, I'm always trying like, to visualize rings, it. You know, I was past the point of, you know, when it, when it rings and there's the red button and the green button. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even figure that out. Well, you did figure you figured out a message, and uh, all you responded with was "ha ha ha." <laughs> like two hours, two hours later, and I was like, well, if he's able to type, if he's able to type. And by the way, um, I think you were chasing around two hundred dollars all day long as well. Mm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Did you get? Oh, paid? I got my money. Yeah, I got my money. Uh, the bro pays up. The bro pays up. We, no, we no, well, the problem is, you had your money. You could have come on the show. You didn't have your money. <laughs> This new rich Dan Hooker is like, ah, I don't have time for post shows. Oh, it's nah, like part part of the, you basically part of the deal. when you got the part money, the, you decided to stop doing that the interview with us. Part of part of the deal <laughs> with with my mate Sai, uh, like we made we made the bet, two hundred bucks. Uh, he was back in Connor's his guy. He was back in Connor. Then I put the money on on Dustin, two hundred bucks. But my part of the deal was, I'm gonna take that two hundred bucks. I'm gonna put it in the pokies, and I'm gonna just lose the lot of it. Did you? Just to rub, just to rub some salt into the wound. Did you? Did you put it in the pokies? Mate, I don't have a cent of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a cent of that money left. Jeez, oh, I'm gone. I love it. I love it. All the big fights, Oliveira, Chandler. <laughs> you were so wasted. <laughs> I believe something about Blake's house, the pirate ship. That's all I remember. But you thought Chandler won for like an hour, and now the Connor um, Dustin fight. Do you remember anything from the fight? Or is it all just a hazy blur nah, to you? Nah, nah. I watched the whole thing. Clean as a whistle, mm -hmm. lads. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you were preparing for the post show with us at that time still. Uh, I'm still yeah, prepared. yeah, yeah. I was like yeah. prepared. And then you guys were like, oh, hold fire for four hours. I was like, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> um, what, what, what do you, what do you, you remember you from the fight, man? Yeah. Uh, nah, I watched the fight. I remember the fight. <laughs> we want to get your thoughts on it, though. What did you think? What did you think of Dustin's win and uh, Connor's loss? And also the fact that uh, now Connor's put out a lot of photos saying he had uh, issues with his legs going into the fight. And of course, uh, fans are also 
sort of questioning him, throwing all those leg kicks at the start. Was was it a diversion to sort of get him away from the leg? Was he just trying to stop Dustin from kicking him? What's your whole take on the whole situation? Um, yeah, if you got uh, like stress fractures in your leg, I doubt you're going to be throwing uh, any kicks whatsoever. So I highly, I highly, I like. I'm sure he would have had like some kind of injuries, but we all have we all have injuries coming into it. Uh, from from. Man, I, I kind of side with the judges. That was, that was a 10-8 round. Um, Dustin was pretty much outclassing him, and I think everyone can agree that that was like Connor's the round one was Connor's round to to like shift the tide of the fight. But when he passed it out, it was like his margin of winning was only getting slimmer and slimmer. So, yeah, I don't know too much about that, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if he um, Poirier wins the belt. McGregor comes out and he gets uh, he gets a title shot off the bat. I love it. You're already <clears throat> you're already predicting what basically the most cynical of fans are expecting already. Oh. I think I think woof. My Oop, the, the, the setup. Yeah, My the ESPN tech. setup is falling it down. <laughs> My cup fell. <laughs> oh, the cup. The cup. I love it. Um, this actually looks even better. This is even better oh, framing. This is good. Hey, blind luck. That's what, um, I'm, that's what I'm here for. What do you, th- what do you think hurt Connor's stock more? The the fact that he lost or the, the, the post-fight thing with uh, Dustin's wife and him sitting there, you know, in, in, a, in a heap kind of yelling and, and everything? Yeah, like the post-fight thing didn't do him uh, any... Like people were, uh, I don't know. People were like looking for a reason to get off the bandwagon, I guess, and he kind of um, gave them an out. But I think like the result of the fight, the result of the fight, like the leg break, and that—that's just something that um, that's like a freak of nature for for something like that to happen. And um, so I don't feel like like there was, yeah, there was like a exit there for him. But yeah, when he when he started saying he's gonna kill him and his wife, like that's just. That's just that's just nonsense. That's just silly talk. Mm. Um, it's funny because you sort of you sort of already predicting the fact that yeah, if Connor comes back, gets a good win, if Dustin is the champion, um, they're probably going to do that title fight. Are you interested in that fight though? Like as a as a fan, as a curiosity factor, do you think there's anything new in that fight that we could possibly learn? Dustin Poirier, Connor McGregor, four. Do you think that fight plays out any different? Nah, nah. Um sells a lot of pay-per-views that's probably why it'll happen but um nah like you can't say that and then he's recovering from a leg break and whatever dustin's preparing and like has another fight and you know more time in the octagon and he's like fit and healthy it's um nah i can't say there's there's too much like it was the same reason why i didn't think there'd be much of a difference from um the second fight to the third fight just not enough time for adjustments um, mm. And then how how on earth is he going to make those adjustments um, with a broken leg and surgery and rehab and all the things like that? It's interesting now because you got Dustin and Charles Oliveira. And I wonder, um, who, who do you pick in that one? Do you believe Dustin can become the champ or do you think Charles is too much of a challenge for him? Nah, I think Dustin's got that fight. Like, that's an exciting fight. I like to see that fight. I like to see how it um, plays out. But, yeah, I just don't think... Um, I just don't think uh, Oliver will be able to get him down, if I'm being honest. Mm. And then you got Dustin, obviously, in close quarters. How do you think it goes, sort of, uh, you know, in some of the later rounds? They both kind of come to war. I guess Dustin's got the cardio edge. Oh, 
yeah, I would say Dustin's um like more durable, more durable, and and like he enjoys that kind of fight in his fourth and fifth rounds. Uh, uh, his best rounds of the fight. Um, I don't know. From memory, I can't really can't really remember. Um, you know, Oliveira just really turning that pace up and really being able to match that kind of pace. Yeah, I, mm. I think you know. I feel like Charles is is you know an elite fighter, but I feel like just Dustin stylistic wise, um, just has the tools has the tools to beat him. That's right. Well, last time uh, Charles turned up the heat, uh, you were on the on the pirate ship of the lake, I believe, and you believe he thought Michael Chandler had one for an hour. So that's probably why that is. Um, let's look at Islam Makhachev's win over Tiago Moses yesterday. Um, how, what did you make of the performance? And did you have as many uh, beers during that one as well as you did last weekend? And I'm presuming you were halfway to the pokies during the post-fight speech. Is that what's happening as well? <laughs> nah, no beers. No beers there. We're, 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 we're in no beers mode. Nah, nah, we're, we're in no beers mode. It's time Someone else must have asked you to do a post-fight show. It's time to, it's time to knuckle down. <laughs> what did you think of the um, fight then? I saw you were at your, your brother's workshop. Uh, what did you think of the fight though? I don't know. What did you guys think of it? I kind of, I kind of was watching it and fast forward and got bored, so I can't really, um, like, yeah, it, it kind of is what it is. I think it's one of those things where a lot of people have big expectations for him. Do you think he met the expectations the people were sort of looking to receive from from that performance? <laughs> Dougie, come around here. Who is it? Submission Radio. Oh, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going for shit. He'd rather go for shit. Great, thanks, Dougie. He said I can follow him into the toilet and we can do the interview in there. That nah, light doesn't work. <laughs> I like it. That's the only thing stopping you from doing it. <laughs> the light not working makes things more exciting. Oh, the lights out. The lights out, lads. So I'll follow them in. Yeah, really. If I get the light, then you can put on my lamp on second. <laughs> Woohoo! What an offer. Tell Doug we say have a great shit. <laughs> the, sub, the submission radio boys say have, have a great shit. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Ah, uh, see? I've got a great shit. <laughs> just Making for you guys everywhere. now. <laughs> nice. Um, do you think Islam sort of met the expectations that people had for him for this fight, Dan? Oh, like I don't know what sort of expectations uh, are like on the guy. Um, but he's know, the next I, I just thought it was funny. Like of... I said, I, I, you know, he started having a like chiming in and having a go because you know Felder said it when he retired. He's like, oh man, I'm sick of these guys. Like. Saying I'm um, a chicken, saying I'm um, thing. I had to put up with the same thing. Um, coming into like the main event at UFC Auckland, and I knew like Felder was going to be the fight, and then Islam starts chiming in. So I started having like a bit of banter with him, saying that I would have to give away uh, give away tickets to to the event in the in the car park of Pack and Save if I got booked <laughs> with Islam Market Chief. So I can't say I regret not going out of my way to fight Islam to put on a five round war in my hometown with Paul Felder. And if it would have been like anything like he, he performed in his main event, um, 
that's not the that's not the that's not the style of fight that the Kiwi fans um, want to see. They want to see two blokes go out there and then really challenge themselves and and see who's better. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I kind of got bored watching his his main event in in fast forward. So I couldn't imagine watching the damn thing um, live in my hometown. I think there would have been a bloody riot after the fight, and then and then from that, and then. After that one, DC's, oh, yeah, no, nah, this fight makes sense. I already caught wind that I was going to fight Dustin Poirier. So you're going to say that I avoided fighting Islam Magachev, um for the easy option of Dustin Poirier. Um, I think I think if you, you say that, you'd be insane. So it is what it is. So I had to put up with the chicken talk. Now when the fight didn't make sense for me, now the fight doesn't make sense for him. Um Give him a little nudge in the ribs, you know. You're seeing, man, scrolling past and seeing on like, um, what is he? There's like build up videos, just him saying, oh, everyone's scared. Everyone's scared to fight him. Everyone's, oh, the whole division shook. Where you just cop up, you're just copying your mate's homework. Give your mate's homework back and, uh, <laughs> and come up with something for yourself, son. There's a lot to unpack there. What do you think of that notion that, because you, <laughs> I hear the commentators say it every single week, uh, saying these guys are scared, these guys are scared, nobody wants to fight him in this division, which is kind of a big accusation. I feel like you need some kind of evidence to to point to that. Uh, oh, what like do you make time, of this notion? Yeah, yeah, time will tell. Time will tell. Um, like the the fight doesn't make sense for a lot of those guys sitting ahead of him. Why he just beat number 15 or he just beat number... Number, he just beat number 15 and then he beat number 15 and then guys in the top five are supposed to be uh, howling his name and taking the fight like I think Dominic Cruz said it he's like what so everyone else that that is ranked lower than me calls me out I'm a pussy for turning down the fight he's like well then I'm a pussy every day of the week uh, yeah I have to uh, find that interview of of Dominic Cruz, but it just is what it is. Like, it just doesn't make sense for those guys. They go out there with the notion that everyone's afraid of them. Like no one, I truly believe like no one in the, that top 15, um, is afraid to fight anyone else in the top 15. It just doesn't, just doesn't make sense. You watch someone get the belt. Everyone's scared of someone. You watch them get the belt and then no one, no one turns the fight down. You know, everyone, everyone's positioning themselves to be champion. And that's, that's just what it is. So the notion that fighters are afraid of another fighter is just, it's just silly. And if you believe that, I think um, you're just a little bit gullible. Mm, I, I agree with you. I think it's something we can put to bed. No, no one's really afraid of anybody. What do you make of Islam though, saying that he's kind of, he isn't really interested in a fight with you. He feels like it's a fight <laughs> that doesn't do a whole lot for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just funny. Like, I don't really care. Um, I don't like, I don't take it too serious. It's just a bit of banter to me, but if you dish it out, um, you better be able to take it. So yeah, his reason is that, um, uh, like three losses on my last six fight. And then the, in the same breath calls out Tony Ferguson, who's, who's lost three in a row. So that makes, makes about as, uh, as much sense as shitting in a swimming pool. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what he's on about. <laughs> well, it's, it, you mentioned it before. It, it wasn't going to be the most exciting fight for UFC Auckland, but you know, in all reality, after seeing his last performance, how do you think a fight between you and him plays out? Like when you think of it, is there a particular way that it finishes in your mind? Oh, 
that's that's um that's like a difficult question because there's so many different things. I, I'd say it's mm. like uh, I would I would want that fight to be a five rounder for sure, and I think that's like two and a half rounds of uh, defending takedowns and scrambling back to my feet. Um, but then once I'm back up there, I feel like I put his lights out. Mm. I mean, you fought some really good, great grapplers in the division. What a great performance! I remember here in Melbourne against Ally Quinta, a really standout performance there. But I'm wondering, is a part of you kind of think? Thinking, hey, it could be cool to be the first one to sort of beat him before he makes it up these ranks and gets really challenged by these RDAs and Tony Ferguson's and the like. Would a part of you kind of get a bit of satisfaction of being the first one to give him that big loss? Um, no, I feel like he's had, like he's on like a good streak at the moment, but I think um, he's been. Oh, I can't. I don't know the guy's record exactly, but I believe he's been knocked out um, in the UFC before. So then, him copying Khabib homework and saying the and saying all this wild stuff um like when you've been laid flat in the octagon doesn't really have uh doesn't really have the same the same ring to it as a as an undefeated uh fighter right well uh speaking of rings to it and things that have a good ring to it uh picture you walking down the street with a big old shaved sack. I think that's got a pretty good ring to it. And your friends at Manscaped are delivering exactly that with the Lawnmower 3.0, the best grooming tool on the market. Shave your sack, shave your arm, shave your back, shave your crack, uh, shave anything you want. It is basically making you the best version of yourself. It is uh, skin safe technology, so it will not cut you. And they've got a whole bunch of extra uh, fantastic products on the site, things for your feet, things for uh, basically everywhere. Just making you smell nice, smell fresh, and it all comes with the Shed Travel Bag, so you can keep it together, carry it with you on uh, basically any kind of journey, any kind of emergency. Maybe you're in the middle of a date and you go, shit, I haven't shaved down there, so you run to the toilet with the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, take care of business, uh, and they're giving away a discount so you can save some money, 20% off with the code SUBMISSION. What are you waiting for? Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, man. And free shipping. See, can't go wrong. We are brought to you by Manscaped. And when you guys are done getting ready for those next dates or being smooth in lockdown, what about making some money with my bookie? If you guys sign up now with promo code SUBMISSION, you can get advantage of up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code SUBMISSION. Grab yourself a free cash bonus on top of the free bets and other great things, boosted odds, prop bets, all sorts of things that my bookie has to offer. And how could you go past it right now? you got the Olympics coming up. You've got the NBA finals going on. All sorts of soccer tournaments and things happening around the world. You know, the naked mud wrestling on those illegal channels that your mom doesn't know about, but you know about, but your mom doesn't know about, but she'll eventually find out about. So why not make some money off it right now before she finds out about it? Go to my bookie right now and use our promo code submission and get rich. Uh, the best place to do it, my bookie, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, Cass. That's right. Speaking of anytime, anywhere, uh, Dan, let me ask you, man, what is the latest with you? Last time we had you on the show, uh, Smisher Radio is looking for a fight for Dan Hooker. <laughs> Did you see we brought it up with Dana White? Yeah, yeah. It didn't. It, it helped me 0% in getting oh, okay, a fight. Okay, great. <laughs> Fantastic. The seeds are planted, Dan. They're those long-term crops. The saga continues. Yeah, well, I was trying to get on what Volk's card but by the looks of that their whole main event uh the whole main card is stacked you know so it doesn't look like it needs um it even needs any more names it's got Robbie Lawler uh Nick Diaz it's got a main event co-main event job done that looks like a satisfied man that yeah, yeah. 
He looks a couple kilos lighter. <laughs> Light on the feet. <laughs> so what's yeah okay. So um, what did they say to you? What what have the latest chats been with like with no, the UFC? I just haven't heard back even about um September. You know nothing's um nothing's come back about getting on that September card. Uh, but I'm just gonna stay ready. I'm gonna stay ready and 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 hold my breath. That something does happen. What about the opponent? You haven't heard anything either about that. I I'm at the stage now where I honestly don't care. I could not care less who who they get me. They get me someone like I'm chomping at the bit. I'll 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 bite someone's head off. Right. So I know last time we were doing the lists. You know, RDA, Tony Ferguson. A lot of these guys seemingly injured at the time, but now that we sort of reassess things. Would you say that maybe those guys are at the top of the list or are you throwing in even guys that are a little bit lower in the rankings now? Just sort of anybody to get you back in there. Who, whoever, whoever, mm. whoever. What about timeline wise? Could this, could this work out better for you? If you're not, I guess it's funny, right? Cause if you got, if Volk is fighting on the card, he's fighting Ortega, you were telling us how it's like a, a bit of a process where you guys kind of need to fight together because the quarantine team goes together, et cetera, et cetera. Would this kind of mess things up if you couldn't fight together? I guess if, if not that, then you might be at the, at the sort of top end of another card, like a fight night perhaps. Yeah. So the way it was going to work out was like a couple of other city kickboxing boys will go over there and be on the same card but then they've got um their fights moved to to another card later down the track so it might be um it might be that you know that we just come over as 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 one big team as one big unit and kind of get the job done so it might not be um Volkanovski's card i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to wait but i'm getting i'm getting itchy lads um yeah it's like at the point now it's getting like it's getting pretty frustrating trying to trying to trying to find myself a fight well, man, I think fans just want to see you back in there, dude. So we're going to have to keep pushing this narrative and trying to get you on a card as soon as possible. But at the same time, with this COVID stuff, is just so tricky to to time these things right. Um, I mean, ideally, is September off the table? Are you still? Do you still oh, think no, there's like a I'm chance? Not- Are you saying there's a chance, Dan? Are you saying there's a chance? For me, uh, I would go in September in a heartbeat if the UFC come come at me with a name wherever on that September card I, I would I would happily jump over um and we'll we'll see from from that point onwards I'm I'm good to go I'm good to go lads and I'm good to go to training I got one minute before I'm late so I'm gonna get out of here all right we'll let you go then man follow the man uh, at dan the hangman on twitter and of course dan hangman on instagram check out his gym the combat academy in auckland uh and you can follow them at combat academy nz on instagram dan we appreciate your time have no a great trouble. training session and if you're like doug later on and need to take a shit have a great shit man just nothing but positivity i hope I you get a big that. juicy fight i appreciate that you don't get that you don't get that throughout the day have a great shit See you guys on the next post fight show, Dan. We'll catch you later. There, there, there they are. Oh, nice, Tyson Pedro. Awesome, like a wild Pokemon. Lads, I'll see you soon.